Hi, friends. I hope you're doing well. As we get ready to close out 2021, can you believe it? We're at the point where we're actively closing out the end of this year. And it's so funny because I remember, you know, right when we were going into 2020, it was the 2020 vision. And it was, I think the this year, or maybe it was last year, forgive me, it was the age of Aquarius. And it was just so much hope for the future. And I feel like people are really unsettled about what to expect for 2022. And while we may not know where the world may land, we have to be inwardly focused on where our intention is for 2022. And I know that's a really big thought to have because there are so many factors that go into what our perception of normal or comfortability is. But I also believe that in this time of uncertainty and things that we can't tangibly cling on to as we used to in the past, it does give us an opportunity to create and to rewrite some things differently with the premise of understanding that we do have some power and some control in our own lives to a certain extent. I can't control the weather. I can't always control who's in the government. I can't control what happens on a health perspective globally. But I can control if I decide to exercise. I can't control if I decide to read new information. I can't control what I decide to digest via social media. So there's different ways that we can go about this process of understanding what we can control. And I think that, you know, some people do it in a fear-based space, and there are some people who do it in a hyper-organizational space, and there are some people who do it from a place of, this is how I want to set my barometer to be on a self-system that works continuously for my greater good. And that's the energy I'm coming from today. It's setting your systems to work for your greater good. And when I say systems, it's anything that you use in your day-to-day that works for you. It could be something as a planning tool for your day-to-day charting of your activities for work, or maybe you chart activities for your home life and children or family life, or maybe there's a food practice that you have that you do, maybe a meal prep. Whatever those things that you employ to help you be the better version of yourself Those things, I believe that we can dive deeper in and make a stronger impact. And I am understanding more and more, especially as I get older, that time is the one thing that we can't get more of. It is the one thing that once it's gone, we can't do it over. We can go back and have an experience, but it'll never be like it was the first time. And I think that once you really hone on to understanding how important it is to spend your time and how to be hyper-focused on getting the best volume of your time spent the way you want it to, I think you don't take things for granted as easily. And I will tell you, you know, in the years past, I kept putting off, you know, my health care and some of my uh, traveling and, you know, other things that I wanted to do because I always felt like later. And a friend of mine would say, later never comes unless you make a decision to make it happen. 
And I've gotten to a point, and I think this year has really pushed me to be very decisive. And that's across the board. And one of the things I'm learning is that people who are successful in areas of their life that give them the most joy, they just didn't land there. They took some point at time to understand the end game of that. And one of the things that I am working on, as I mentioned often, is the overall global picture of my health and how I understand the importance of making sure that you are in the most optimum shape to have a better quality of life and how health impacts everything that we do. And even how we are looked upon in the world, whether we like it or not. And I remember seeing a lady at the gym and I don't know her personally, but if this ever happened to you, I know you can relate. You see someone who looks like the picture of health or something that you would like to aspire to. And I said, man, I want my future self to be that way. How did she get to the point that she was so hyper-organized and so together with her fitness? Now, granted, I am seeing just the raw data of this person, just in her physical form. I truly don't know if she meal preps. I truly don't know what she does to get through her day. But the outward appearance does lend itself to have some imagination that she's done some things to continue on her health journey to get her to the point that she looks really good and appears to be in the best physical shape a woman over 40, uh, you know, I've seen. And I see her in the gym quite a bit. And again, our gym is really big. And I I think like a lot of gyms, um, depending on the flow, you know, you have your morning people, you have your afternoon people, and, you know, there's pockets of people that filter in and filter out. And I've seen this woman for the last couple of years, and she seems to be hyper-organized and focused. She comes in with a sense of purpose, and she's ready. She's not fumbling around with the machines for a long time. She has a decisive workout, and she is making sure that she's getting the bang for her buck. The other thing I noticed, too, um, that she also takes the time to decompress in some of the other gym uh, amenities such as our sauna, such as the um, whirlpool that we have as well. And I can say that initially when I began going to the gym, those things weren't always on the top of my list. It took a lot to get through a 30 minute workout, if you can believe it, when I initially first started going to the gym. Because for one, I was in my head a whole lot about how I looked. I also wanted to achieve a certain kind of workout and have it impact a certain way. And I think I didn't find my happy rhythm for some time that I was there working out, but I wasn't integrated mind, body, and soul. And I think I am now at the point where I've been able to integrate my mind, body, and soul into my workout. Whereas before I hadn't always done that. And I will say this is the first time in many years that I have not been an intermittent faster. Um, That was a really big practice for me. I had really good success there. And as of late, recently, over the last few months, I haven't gained that same uh, momentum that I did initially when I was doing intermittent fasting. And that's a good uh, segue into 
just because you've done something for a long period of time and you had success with it, there may come a point in time where you may have to change it. And I think it forced me to uh, began to explore my eating habits a lot differently. And at this time I am doing, you know, small meals throughout the day. Um, and I'll say, typically I'll say three to four, the goal is to have six. And I start my day off, um, with a shake. That's typically how I get ready in the morning. And before I would just be on black coffee and every now and again, I would take a good pre-workout powder, um, not religiously, but every now and again. So most of my workouts were consisting of either I had coffee or if I worked out in the evening, maybe I had dinner or maybe a pre-snack and, um, I wasn't able to hold the endurance the way I wanted to. I would get through the workout, but the workout worked on me. And I feel like some of the minor tweaks I've done to change how I approach my workout has been very impactful. Um, I will say, you know, it's still a work in progress because I haven't been doing this shake thing for months at a time. It is still relatively new, but I will say the benefits, the benefactors have been so large because I notice I'm not feeling starving. I feel like my hunger is a little bit better regulated. I feel like, um, I have so much energy that once my workout time is over, I feel like, man, I could still keep going. And I never felt that before. So it's allowed me to stretch myself in the space of, as I talk about my physical being, to stretch myself and to do things a little differently. That in the past, I probably would have been so rigid and kept doing what I was doing and just banging my head up against the wall and expecting a different uh, result. And that happens to us. We're human, you know, and we're, we're allowed to go through our silly phase, as I call it. But ultimately, I think where growth comes is when we stretch ourselves to do the things that are not always in our comfort zone and to dial into where's our ultimate goal and how can we set ourselves up for success. And I think part of that, and we'll relate it to fitness for the sake of conversation, is that, you know, you have to get into a mindset of a person who trains. And what do those people do? They make sure they have the foods that they need. They're not waiting to get hungry. They are anticipating that after their workout or before the workout that they're going to need their nutrition. So they're very mindful of mapping that out. They also track what they do. And oftentimes people will use a fitness tractor, tracker, or they'll even journal and write down some of their wins or what worked or what they noticed in their body. Again, these people are very planful and very systematic. They're not allowing things to happen and they're noticing when things happen in a good way and maybe not so good. The other component too is being around like-minded people. I think a lot of times people get synergized or energized by people who have the same exact goals. And I think that's why you see so many people that do well in an exercise setting. A lot of people like myself, 
exercise in the privacy of their own homes from time to time. But it's something about going to the gym or going to a studio and working out in a group of people. It's something about that energy that keeps us inspired. And also it keeps you accountable. I think when you begin to take up classes with people and those people are committed to the class, that may foster you a sense of commitment as well. You may decide, you know what, I really enjoy taking classes with these people and they really seem to hold me accountable and they seem really helpful. I want to be here in this space. So I think that's also a good portion too, that you need to surround yourself with people who are champions in the same likeness in the area that you're looking to improve. The other thing I would also employ here is to understand that you will have times where even in the best laid plans, your life will happen and you will have to pivot. There are times when the best of athletes get hurt and have injury. And what do they do? They listen to doctor's orders. They may have to take time off from that particular activity, but they may have to train in a different way. And that goes into saying, listening to our minds and our bodies. If we are tapped out of our minds and not in tune with what's going on around us, it's so easy to miss the clues of life that's nugging on us to make a different change. And as we, you know, have this conversation, we're relating it in a fitness way, but just think about it in a way of work, if you will. If you're going to a place of work and you realize that, you know, the energy has changed, you realize that you're not getting the same joy, what can you then do? begin to do to make shifts and make changes so it won't rob you so much when you're away from work as well. You know, so I think that's another pivotal point to understand too, is that when we get the little taps on the shoulder from life, as I call it, we have to hone in and listen to them because oftentimes the taps won't be so quiet. They'll turn into thuds, then they'll turn into big old rocks and boulders that just jump on us and forcing us to do changes. And what I think I've learned in my time, you know, it's better to be the change than to have the change force upon you. And I think when we can kind of foreshadow or see things heading down a certain track, it allows us to have some time to repivot. And even at that time of repivoting, we may not know what we're going to do next. I'll insert, you know, with the job journey, I wasn't looking for another opportunity. I was happy where I was, but this opportunity came and it was an opportunity actually to relieve me of a lot of stress, if you can believe that, (laughs) in a different way. Because I had a roster of clients that I really had honed into their needs so much so that I had them uh, have access to me at a lot of different times and I didn't have the best boundaries. And while I felt like I gave the concierge service of account executives, but I also was beat up on in my personal life because I had very little to give to myself let alone the people that were in my circle at that particular time. And this opportunity came out of the blue. I wasn't looking for it. And even though it was an opportunity for the better in a lot of different areas, I still had to understand that 
there would be a transitional point of mourning the situation I had been in. And I think that's a key thing that we need to understand that there are times where we can really want to leave a situation. We are not happy, but it's normal for us to mourn it because we get into a rhythm of our flow, good, bad, or indifferent. Life is one of those things where if we've been doing something for an extended amount of time, it's only natural that we're going to have a letdown or have thoughts or feelings. And even if the thought or feeling is, I wish it didn't happen this way. So I think we have to understand that it's going to be natural to have transitional feelings. I'm in transitional feelings with this new yoga class that I'm taking. It was important for me as a woman of color to be in a yoga studio where I felt like I was represented and that I had the modalities address that were important for me. And when I went to the studio, I had a very good yoga experience overall. I will say I had to embrace the fact that there was a lot of aspects of yoga that I haven't done in years. And there are parts of my body, quite frankly, that we are not up for the quick transitional poses. And I did my best. And there was the old person inside of my head saying, you don't want to come back. This isn't for you. You need to go. This is, you need to go to a class where it's a true beginner. This isn't a beginner's class. And I had all of these thoughts. I call them monkey minded thoughts. And these monkey minded thoughts could have allowed me to say, you know what, to heck with it. This isn't going to be a good fit. And I insert this because this happens so much when we do something new. The monkey mind comes in and it begins to destroy your confidence and it begins to try to make you feel safe. And it's only natural because that's what our minds are there to do. It's there to protect us. But on the other hand, you have to understand that this monkey mind or the voice that you think it's yours is just our subconscious that are constantly flowing information. And this information is not true. It is not true and do not tap into it. And I came away with, this was a good class. I have an opportunity to grow in this class and I have to do the best I can. And yoga is a practice. It's not perfection. And that maybe I need to benefit from expanding how I can get better at it. And something that I've learned in the fitness space, and I'm new to this, is that take private classes if you can afford it and also work on that area on your own if you're going to a class. So for example, with myself in this yoga class, I have Apple TV. Um, I say Apple TV, but I have Apple Fitness and I also have um, Peloton app that I have access to. And I mention it because I can do some yoga poses at home on my own. I can use the studio time to then do it with my class, but then I can get one-on-one -on -one training to help me enhance that. And I say that because for years, I would not take a class because I was so intimidated that everybody in the class was going to do 10 times better. And guess what? They probably will. Right? Because they've been doing the class for a while. And you have to get in the game. And that's this thing called life. Like, 
if someone has been doing something for a longer time, of course, they're going to be an expert at it. They have a different comfort level. They have a different perspective. And when we're trying new things, we have to give ourselves the bandwidth to understand that it's going to take time and we have to find our way in our own comfort zone. And those don't always come along easy. So you have to embrace the fact that this too shall pass and that I will find my way. And this will become a practice that I can then turn to someone and say, oh my goodness, I remember when I first started these classes, it was so hard on me. And I, I remember years ago before spinning got really popular, um, I thought at that particular time I was too overweight um, and I weighed less then than I do now. I thought I was too overweight to do spin classes. And I remember my backside hurts so bad from sitting on that seat. And if you guys take any type of spin class, you know what I'm talking about. It is definitely an adjustment. And I felt like I was going to die. And um, then I rem then I got to the point where I didn't even notice the seat. Like the seat was consequent, you know, it was just incidental because we were in the saddle, as they call it, out of the saddle, you know, you're sitting down, then you're not. And I got to the point, I took enough classes that I began to build up the strength or the butt cheeks to, to support myself when I was doing the classes. And if I would have gave up on the first, second or third class, I wouldn't have never got to that point. And my point in making this is that Oftentimes when we're doing something new, it takes some time for traction and it's so easy for us to give up where we are and we have to continue to push ourselves to go to the next point in order to see the future self that we want that is awaiting for us behind the door that we've been you know, working so hard to get to that place. And as we wrap up this year, I want you to think about how will you stretch yourself for 2022? What personal things can you do to stretch yourself that you can control? Like we said at the beginning of the podcast, we can't control everything going on in the world. We can't control the things that are happening outside of us, but the things that we can take ownership and we can have direct impact on, I think that'll be the most impactful point of your 2022 and it'll give you so many rewards and you won't have to wait on somebody to do something for your happiness because you're cultivating it each day by employing different steps and strategies or systems to help you support your future self to where you want to go whether that be traveling starting your business uh, getting a new job, working on a family, working on a marriage, whatever the thing is for you, start where you are. And it's not perfection, but it's getting in the game and understanding that you have to honor you and be diligent with it because that's how you see the end results. You have to really understand that in order for you to feel fulfilled, you have to be committed with the times that it doesn't always feel fulfilled because anyone who's exercised a number of years has had an injury, has had some crappy weather, some crappy circumstances that can say, you know what, we're done with this. But those who decided to stick it out and persevere, 
Those are the people that we see strutting around the gym or strutting in our neighborhood. And we're wondering, wow, they have the abs of steel. They have the best calves. No, it's because they made a planful effort to keep going the distance. And again, we have to continue to do that because it makes us also stretch ourselves in other areas of our lives that we want to grow and facilitate change, whatever that may be. And I know for myself for 2022, I'm going to share with you some of my goals, real low level here. I really haven't wrote down officially what my vision is, and I'll do a vision board for 2022 as well. But one of the bigger things for me as I'm on my fitness journey is to really get private lessons. There is something about one-on-one instruction that's just paramount. I am not buying into the fact that, you know, these people are the little gods, if you will, and that will make everything okay. But I definitely see the value in spending the extra time and the diligence to create your craft. So one of the things I'm going to work on for myself is getting private instruction. Um, One of the practices that I am going to work on with that is through yoga. I'm going to um, be mindful and planful and take private yoga classes and continue to work on that practice. The other um, thing that I have on my 2022 is really diving into this cryptocurrency. This is a nuance that I know nothing about. I have been an investor for many years and This is definitely a new thing and I'm behind and I need to know more about it so I can make educated decisions. And I am going to make some planful time to dive deep and find out what is that all about. The other um, thing that I'm working on is to um, do more things in my community as it relates to helping those in need. I had the beautiful experience um, the last couple of weeks uh, to help our local food bank. And I'm telling you, the rewards were tremendous. And I will say this to folks that are of different descents. We need you to show up at these events. And I'm not trying to plug anything, but I think it's impactful for people to see people who look like them. And I think that a lot of times Uh, People can shy away. And that's whatever your differences are. This isn't just related to color or gender. It's us showing up in the world for our neighbors. Because what we need to understand is that we're all interconnected. And if we don't take care of the people that are here on the planet, that will eventually be our problem at some point. And my passion is making sure that people are fed. Uh, I think my biggest thing is hunger because as a single mom, um, many years ago when my kids were smaller, I worked every day and we barely were able to eat in the way that I felt comfortable. And there were times I probably could have went to a hunger shelter and I didn't, out of pride. I can be transparent with you with that. But there's a lot of people that work every day and still can't feed their families. So I'm not trying to get off on a tangent on that, but I just wanted to share with you that, you know, I think it's important for us to give back where we are, however it shows up for us. The other area of opportunity for 2022 that I'm working on for myself is to go out of the country. 
And this has been really tricky with the things going on in the world as we record this podcast with the different variants. And I haven't had the comfort to leave the country, but I am going to put on, put on my big girl pants and take a small trip, uh, not going and go out the country. I haven't decided just yet where I'm going to go, but I do have some big trips that I have planned for the near future once you know, things calibrate to a digestible point for me. And some of the places are Dubai. Some of the places are Paris. Um, oh, some of the islands. I can go on and on, but I have a bucket list of different places I want to visit outside the U.S. So I'm really excited to tap into that and understand how do you go about doing that. And something is so simple. You're going to laugh at this one. I am going to actually book an Airbnb. <laughs> I've never stayed in an Airbnb. I've looked, I've thought about it, but I've never jumped off the ledge and booked the Airbnb. So this will be new for 2022. I am actually going to book an Airbnb for me and my boyfriend when we go to Florida. Um, I definitely need some time out of our Midwest living to get some nice warm weather because I am a sun girl. Um, this brown body enjoys the sun and it just is so therapeutic when I'm around the water. So yeah, those are some of the things that I'm stretching myself for 2022. And I leave you with this. As we get ready to wind down and usher into a new year and our new goals and dreams and aspirations, look at areas in your life that you can make impactful change right where you are and that maybe you can stretch yourself a little further. Always a pleasure, my friends. Namaste.